Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the SAP Learning Insights Podcast. Today is all about SAP BTP, also known as Business Technology Platform, formerly known as SAP Cloud Platform. I want to cover several themes here. Um, what is BTP? Why was it renamed? How does one learn more about it? And also cover some security topics around BTP itself. So to help us understand all of this today is Alice Chang. Um, hello, Alice. Welcome to the podcast. Um, good to have you aboard. Uh, with every start of podcast, we want to get uh, the hero's origin uh, story and um, have you take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us how you came to be the SAP BTB expert that we're speaking to today. Sure. Good to be here. And thanks for having me, David. I'm from the uh, technology group of SAP Product Learning. I've started with SAP as a trainer more than 20 years ago and then got into content development. And the last six years, I'm more involved in portfolio management, uh, specifically in the security area uh, and also programming and application development. So lately, SAP BTP. All right. Uh, sounds good. So you're the perfect person to... Um to correct my attempt at explaining what uh, BTP is, at least according to my understanding, just to kick off the discussion. Um, so as, as far as I understood, uh, SAP BTP is essentially a toolkit that one can use to make custom integration between an SAP system and whatever custom system or database, et cetera, that a particular company is using. Uh, is that off the mark uh, or is that um, fairly accurate? No, you, you're totally right. You're totally right. SAP BDP is what we call an enterprise platform as a service, uh, what we call PaaS. It is the technology platform for the entire SAP ecosystem. It provides uh, comprehensive application development services and capabilities, uh, which lets you build, extend, and integrate all your business application into a unified platform. And this is for both like cloud and hybrid environment for SAP. Okay. And when you say extend, that means um, how advanced can we get here? So can you actually enhance the functionality of a pre-existing SAP product to develop something net new? Sure. I mean, there's a lot of like different ways to do it. Uh, SAP provides prepackaged like API and you can easily, okay, kind of like extend the capability of your existing uh, customer application. There's uh, a lot of like tools and like, as you mentioned, toolkits, like a lot of things uh, that you can actually take from SAP. Uh, but of course, you can also like customize yourself, um, of course, following some uh, best practice. Okay. Uh, just to go into SAP BDP a little bit more. BDP consists of like four different technology portfolio. Uh, so uh, it includes some things like uh, database, data management, uh, like SAP HANA, SAP HANA Cloud. Uh, we have analytics, like um, the analytics cloud, data warehouse cloud. So, of course, coming to application development, and integration, we have the SAP integration suite and SAP extension suite. So earlier you mentioned about extensions. So we have like a, a total like suite of like uh, uh, solutions and packages. Uh, and that is from the SAP extension suite. Of course, okay, we also have all this uh, intelligent technologies like the AI, 
uh, Internet of Things. So all this come together under this SAP BDP umbrella. So you can actually use any pieces that you like to kind of like expand and innovate. Okay. Yeah, that was going to be um, my follow-up question is if all these categories is, is what comprises of BTP. So that, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. So this might actually lead to an explanation as to the next question. Um, why was it renamed from SAP Cloud Platform? Maybe SAP Cloud Platform was one component of, of many that we that you just discussed? Yeah, uh, that is a very good question. Like, uh, In order to support SAP's like one platform strategy, the cloud platform was officially retired beginning of the uh, of 2021, I think around March. It is more than just like rebranding. The old SAP cloud platform makes up only the um, the application development and uh, integration pillar, like one of the, the four categories that I've mentioned earlier. Okay. Um, SAP BDB is more than just cloud. It has all the technology SAP offers to enable the intelligent enterprise solution. So under the new name, you get now more than just the old SAP cloud platform. You have all this like products and solutions um, combined together. Yeah. Okay. So now, now, yeah, now that we covered sort of the theoretical definition of what, of what BTP is all about, can you shed some light on what sort of industries or organizations would um, leverage BTP the most? And of those organizations, um, do you have any really good examples of a particular organization that leveraged BTP to its highest potential uh, in terms of um, extending or integrating beyond, far beyond what what the average customer would do? Yeah, you know what? Um, SAP customer represents more than 90% uh, of the top 100 most valued brands in the world. So we are already seeing a lot of those customers like coming from uh, car manufacturing, uh, from different line of business, um, like pharmaceutical, financial organization, retail, they are starting to move their business application into the cloud. You can easily go into the SAP public website and find their stories, customer stories, um, where they share their path or the transitional, um, the, the transitional from maybe on-prem to cloud. And actually, last week in the SAP Tech Ad, uh, we see a lot of like our partners, uh, our consultants sharing their experience as well. So, I mean, like a lot of these companies, um, a lot of those like well-known like uh, companies, they are already putting BDP okay, into their solution. Yeah. Okay, good to hear. So, um, this sort of call to action to our audience to uh, take a look at, at some of the showcases out there that um, either partners or, or customers of SAP have how they have deployed BTP to the best of their ability and to fit their business needs. And speaking of, I guess, developing uh, and using BTP, uh, what sort of language is used for, for BTP? Is this something that you could build with multiple languages or is there something specific like ABAP you need to know, Python, or et cetera? Or, um, and also, is this something that students and SAP newbies can pursue to bolster their career opportunities? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, SAP BDP provides many different programming languages. The availability of each depends on the development environment being used. Supported environments currently include ABAP. So, of course, you have to know the ABAP language. Cloud Foundry, which is an open source multi-cloud application platform. 
So uh, for Cloud Foundry, there's more options um, besides, okay, like uh, SAP HANA, Java, SAP UI5. Uh, you can also use um, industry standards like Node.js, Python that you mentioned, uh, HTML5. And also there's like uh, another open source um, native platform, Kima. Um, so there you can use Node.js and, and Python. So I mean, for for newbies, uh, they can take existing like experience that they have, and then okay, like uh, learn more uh, about BTP in order to okay, like uh, their projects um, into the right track. Of course, okay, it's always good to uh, to learn more about BTP, uh, the programming side, uh, the runtime environment, um, so you can take full advantage. Okay. And maybe just to roll back to, to the first part regarding development languages. So um, please excuse my ignorance as I, I'm not a developer, but um, I assume multiple pieces developed in BTP. Let's let's say um, something is developed in Python, the other in JavaScript or Java. Under the BTP umbrella, I assume these two programs or um, what would you name these these elements or something that some that a, that has somebody has created in BTP? What would you call that? Is that a program or? Well, yeah, yeah, we'll call it applications or or apps, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So two different uh, applications. One developed under uh, Python um, by somebody in another part of the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody creates something else in BTP with HTML5, Java, whatever. Those things can seamlessly interact with each other, regardless of, of what they're developed in. Yes, and that's the beauty of like SAP BTP because we can take advantage of like different runtime environment. So different projects can have different runtime environment and depends on, okay, the experience of the developers. Uh, of course, okay, there are certain guidelines or best practices that you have to follow because uh, some functionalities or features might, okay, exist in one runtime environment, but doesn't exist in, in the other. So it's good to kind of like explore around, okay, the best environment uh, for your project. Okay. So so where would a total newbie or a student who would like to gain some expertise in BDP start? Uh, yeah, this is a very good question. Um, it's always important to keep yourself up to date with all this like new, new technology. Uh, we have a lot of options um, where people can get okay expertise in the SAP BDP area. I would totally recommend okay starting with the learning journey. For example, there's one uh, called Basics with uh, BTP. So in the learning journey, you will find okay like uh, e-learnings, uh, tutorials. Um, there may be um, might be blogs and like uh, uh, like different training courses that help you to understand what BTP is. And we talked about all this like uh, programming, the programming side of BTP, uh, the extension suite, integration suite. So they are all in the SAP BTP learning journey. So it depends on the expertise and the background of, okay, like the developer, uh, they can actually choose and follow, okay, the path that uh, suits them the, the best. Besides learning journey, we also have uh, the SAP BTP learning room. So I guess with some like exposure to SAP BTP, okay, the learning room will be okay the next like uh, um, thing, okay, that you can take advantage of because you can ask questions. There are forums, and sometimes there are some like live uh, events as well. People with more experience with BTP, um, they can also try out some hands-on. 
also from last week, like tech ad, free tier, which is a model that SAP, okay, kind of like announced is available to individual developers. So developers can actually try some hands-on, maybe, okay, like a testing, okay, their uh, BTP application to see how it works before moving it to a, a production environment. There's also the SAP Discovery Center, where you can find like comprehensive information about those prepackaged like APIs, which are available based on like a line of business uh, or, or applications. So there are a lot of different, um, different things, okay, that you can do. But yeah, the most important thing is, uh, yeah, keep learning, stay in touch with uh, the latest. Um, and maybe also something worth worth mentioning on learning.sap.com. So uh, not learninghub.sap.com, but learning.sap.com. We have our new um, learning site that we're currently rolling up. And, and I do believe we have a couple learning journeys um, related to BTP. So developing with SAP Integration Suite, for example, and uh, developing with SAP Extension Suite. Yeah. Local no-code um, application development. So um, I guess that's that's a great free resource uh, for people to get started as well as an alternative to SAP Learning Hub. Yeah, there's also the open SAP courses that um, like people can take. For example, there's one called SAP PDP in a nutshell. Okay, mm-hmm. so that is also good like overview of all the technology. So what level of expertise or experience in a particular programming language should a student have before approaching BTP? Because my understanding is that taking a BTP course without any sort of language or programming language is sort of putting the cart before the horse, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess um, always you need to have like uh, maybe some hands-on, like uh, a year or two at least, to be able to like code something for your uh, for your business application. But very excited, okay? Like from the tech app, uh, there's this low-code, no-code tools which are now available for non-technical developers. So SAP is trying to kind of like bridge the gap between professional developers and what we call citizen developers, which has not like uh, not a lot of like in-depth, maybe programming background. But I mean, uh, as long as you understand the business process, uh, you have like the right logic. OK, like those are the prerequisites for coming up with like a, a good uh, application. Yeah, but definitely uh, having programming experience will, will definitely help. Yeah. Okay, so that um, maybe goes into the next question. It was going to be about this topic only being for serious developers. So maybe not so much for the low-code, no-code um, mm-hmm. topics. That's opening things up a bit more. Right. Um, do, do you see the low-code, no-code capabilities expanding to the point where um, having to be a hard developer may not be necessary to do most of the things that you can do in BTP? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the complex like uh, applications, because like if we're talking about extension or integration, you still need the kind of like experience and um, development um, knowledge, right? So it's more what we talked about earlier. Okay, um, it's more for uh, serious developers, as you said. Okay. But, I mean, if we just want to create like a quick report or something like that, um, some simple application, then. Yeah, we have tools, okay, mm-hmm. to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say you follow the traditional certification path that you could find on learning.sp.com or on Learning Hub. 
and you achieve a certification in BTP, what would that certification mean you can do? So what should you be able to offer a potential client or employer with the skills you learned while achieving that certification? Mm. Yeah, a good understanding of BTP definitely will help you to keep like up to date with the fast changing environment. It increases your productivity, your performance, and it makes it easier for you to adapt to, okay, your uh, new like business models when there's like a lot of like new applications, okay, that needs to be set up. So uh, you're well prepared for all those challenges coming your way, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and, and speaking of having something to offer your potential client or employer, I think the top priority for everybody, especially today, is uh, is security, data security, security throughout the whole business process chain, ransomware attacks or something that are always popping up in the media. And I'm, I'm assuming uh, BTP developers need to be mindful of some security best practices. So this is this is actually your, your focus area and your specialty, um, <laughs> just to ensure they don't build vulnerability into um, their application, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Security should be a top priority in every project. And I'm glad you, you brought it up. Uh, like security is my favorite topic. Security is always like a shared responsibility. So in the typical customer team, you have like uh, security administrators, system administrators, uh, developers. So they all have to work together to make sure, okay, the environment or all your applications are, are conforming uh, to internal or external security standards and um, security policies. So in terms of security, data privacy and security control should be at the top of the security checklist. So related to data privacy, SAP BTP has built-in capability for privacy controls. Okay, That can be configured by the administrator from, from the customer side. So there are different aspects to security. Another aspect um, I want to bring up is uh, security controls like uh, authentication and authorization. So of course, like security needs to, security administrator, they need to set up and configure the, uh, the infrastructure. So we have the SAP cloud security services that they can make use of. Uh, for instance, we have the identity authentication service, uh, which is mainly responsible for authentication and single sign-on. Uh, we also have identity provisioning service, which take care of uh, the identity lifecycle management for both users and user groups. So those are like typical like services that needs to be in place. Uh, from a programming uh, application development point of view, your apps also have to be protected too. So just now we talked about authentication and authorization. They should be in every single application in the cloud. So SAP BTP services can be used to fulfill okay, this task. For instance, developers can set up by using okay, what we call uh, XSUAA, uh, SAP Authorization and Trust Management Service. Uh, this is, of course, okay, depending on the runtime environment you're using. But, uh, for example, in Cloud Foundry, uh, it's very common, okay, to implement this kind of services. So you can manage, okay, user authorization and confine access rights, 
for for resources to eligible business users. So this all have to happen, okay? And uh, all these teams have to work together. And all these things that I've mentioned, you can find it in our learning journeys, uh, in our training courses. The developers, okay, get to know XSUAA, and then uh, administrators, okay, um, they we have in the learning journey uh, information about authentication servers and identity provisioning service. So there's a whole, okay, like a suite of all this, like different security services that you can bring into your environment. Okay. And you probably touched on this already, but maybe we can expand a bit. So are there built-in guardrails of sorts that can prevent an inexperienced BTP developer from creating something that's not secure? So let's say they're, they're just um, have tunnel vision and they're focused only on making this particular business process work. They uh, totally forget about all best practices around security. Is there something within BTP or um, something within the development process which is going to alert this person or others within the organization that this is not a secure application and it, and it needs to be secured? Yeah, um, of course. I mean, you can reduce system uh, vulnerabilities by implementing security best practices, uh, like development practices. But of course, it also depends on your development environment and uh, the programming models um, that you're using to build your applications. Uh, say, for instance, uh, if you're running SAP BDP ABAP, we have a testing tool that you can use to check your code to make sure that, okay, they are running properly uh, in like a, a QA system before you move it to a production environment. So all this like testing tool or like um, uh, monitoring tool can be used actually for um, uh, making sure everything is in, in good shape. Yeah. Okay. Um, and regarding, so maybe doing a, a security audit of, of applications or uh, of the BTP environment in general, mm-hmm. um, would you say that is uh, something that a person can specialize in or oh, is that yeah, more just a res- collective responsibility of everybody? Yeah, um, of course, it's a collective responsibility. Yeah. Um, you, you need to have like a, a good set of like best practices agreed within uh, the company uh, security policies as well. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the customers that I've been working with, they do have like, uh, like QA assurance team. Okay. To make sure like the environment, not only the infrastructure, but the development. Okay. Are kind of like, uh, free of problems before moving into, into production. So, uh, there, there's like specialized knowledge that developers or administrators can actually, uh, pick up. But of course, um, the first thing is, to know your tools, to know and maximize, okay, like what you can do with the tools and that definitely help with your um, environment or your development. All right. Um, Alice, we've taken quite a bit of your time already uh, and it's been quite the learning experience thus far. I highly appreciate uh, everything you've shared so far. But we're rolling towards the end of the podcast and at the end, we always want to ask our expert um, if you have any final words of wisdom to our learners. Um. Always keep learning. Uh, the environment is changing so fast. I mean, if you turned your hat <laughs> like three months later, you'd be kind of like, uh, oh, update, right? So you always have to keep learning and stay tuned. Okay. We always have like uh, new courses, new training available, and everybody can pick it up from the, uh, the learning, okay, SAP uh, um, website. 
yeah, uh, it's good to be here. My pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, or, or thanks for coming aboard, actually. Um, so that's it, folks. Keep learning and follow those best practices. Make sure you don't build any vulnerabilities into your applications. Thank you again, Alice. And thank everybody for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.